Hey, hey, and welcome to another podcast, Valley Sunday. I am one of your hosts, Chris Paco. And I'm your other host, Jeff Cameron. How's it going, Jeff? Super good. How about you, Paco? Very good. Very good. Very excited to get into the card-carrying red shoes. Uh, Yes. Yes. It's a good one. It's all right. Yes. Right off the top, we have to say no mic in this episode, Uh in the story part. And I, I couldn't find out why. He just he just didn't want to do it, I guess. <laughs> just playing hooky. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh gotta like the uh the sharp duds on the boys. I used to think they were black shirts, but I'm pretty sure they're dark green. Oh really? Interesting. Yeah. We, I, we have to te- we have the technology now to determine the color of shirts they're wearing. I wonder if they changed it. I wonder if they're like they're in dark they're in black too much. Let's let's make it look like they're dark green for the Blu-rays. And uh, <laughs> this, what, <laughs> but is this the, the uh, we might get into it later? But this might be uh, a rare appearance for the shirts here in season two. Yeah, yeah. It's uh well, we'll skip ahead and just say it. This is the last appearance of the eight button mm, shirts. Come on. Yeah, I guess perhaps it may be in a. Uh, Maybe in a musical thing at the end that was pre-recorded, mm. but uh, okay, yeah. Like if Salesman comes back, no, not Salesman, but um, what am I doing hanging around? Yeah, yeah, they might come back because of uh, archival footage. Gotcha. But anyway, so yeah, this episode's number forty-one: the card-carrying red shoes, directed again mm. by our J- our man James Frawley. That a boy, Jimmy. Yeah, uh, written by Lee Sanford. And originally aired on November 6th, 1967. And Ooh. we may as well get into this here just because uh, Lee Sanford is not a real person. But what? It is a pseudonym. Um, hold on, let me find it here. It is a pseudonym for Treva Silverman because Ooh. I guess uh, Treva did the, like, the original script. And then our boys... Uh, Angry, angry D. Caruso and Gerald Gardner, <laughs> gentle Gerald Gardner. <laughs> they did a, a, a rewrite of it, and Trevo was not impressed. So they said, uh, "Put a put a, a nondescript pseudonym on it," and man, we got oh, Lee Sanford. So anywho, uh, we open the show on a sign that says the Druvanian National Ballet premiere tomorrow night. And uh, wow. Mickey, Davy, and Peter, like, they're messing around with some, like, weird instruments, like these big, long horns and, like, these weird stringed instruments that are square. And uh, <laughs> a woman who's Natasha, played by, I don't know how you say her name, Ondine or Ondine Vaughn, O-N-D-I-N-E. Yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah. It's probably Ondine. Ondine. Anyway, her name's Natasha in this. She and a man, <laughs> uh, his name's Ivan, and he's played by our, our boy Vincent Beck. Who's in a his fami- familiar dude? Yes, familiar dude. In his third and final uh, monkeys episode, mm. he he was Sigmund in Royal Flush. So we opened you, with with he's been with us since the beginning. You, you sure it wasn't Igor? Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> uh, and then he was Marco in Son of a Gypsy. Yeah, and for a second there, I thought he was also um, in the circus one. I'm just probably thinking of the other guy or all the this. Similar yeah. costumes are overlapping in my head. <laughs> yeah. So Natasha and Ivan, they're arguing, and she says she can't keep working 20 hours a day. And he says that she's right. You're right. It's too much. From now on, take 20 minutes for lunch. <laughs> and uh, Ivan, Ivan asks to take a look at her shoes because she has the future of Juvenia under her feet. Like when she says, why do you need to see my shoes? 
So while he's doing that, Davey complains that they lugged all their monkeys gear down to the studio, but then they're making him play with these weird Druvanian instruments. Mm-hmm. And Mickey says he can't understand how to play them, and he's blowing into like the headstock of the guitar type thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Ivan takes the shoe and he pulls a, out a loose piece, and he says that I, I can't really understand what he says. It sound, also almost sounded like he said, "Soon you will be dead" or something like that. You are dead. <laughs> but then that doesn't jive with the rest of the episode. So no, he no, says no, something no. conniving and sneaky. Yeah, yeah. And he puts the shoe back together. Then a, a director guy comes out. This is Nikolai, played by Leon Askin. He tells the monkeys that Natasha will soon be ready to dance. And Mickey says that they'll soon be ready to play once he knows how to play these instruments. And then he blows into the headstock again. And then Davey says, well, Mickey, that's a stringed instrument. And Mickey says, oh, yeah, okay. And then he just blows into the bottom of it instead. I remember laughing pretty hard the first time I saw that one. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's a great moment. Just watching Mickey be funny. It's great. That's one thing with Mike not in the episode. Mickey really stretches out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Natasha says that she can't go on because she's getting cold feet because Ivan has her shoes. <laughs> and uh, Ivan tells Nikolai that the microfilm is in his shoes and customs will never find it when they leave the country. Right. Or the- were there no red maracas available? What? Yeah. And, and one thing I've got to say is, wh- what microfilm? What are they doing? We have no idea. They never, <laughs> you don't have to know. They just bring up there is a microfilm, and they've got to get it out of the country for some reason. We got us a MacGuffin, folks. We really do. So uh, Nikolai gives, gives Natasha her shoes, and then he readies the musicians, and, and he says that they can't play yet. And Mickey asks why. Because that one is playing alone. And Peter's holding a lamp. <laughs> and he says it's for a strobe effect. And he starts turning the, the lamp on and off. And Mickey yells like, Psychedelic freak out me! <laughs> so Natasha says she's ready. Nikolai counts them in and that music is awful. They don't know what they're doing at all. Mm, nope. And uh, Davey grabs the sheet music and he says, oh, there's a wrong note here. And he's told to take it out. So he just like actually like rips the note out of the paper and throws it away. Then Ivan spins Natasha into Peter and she yells at him and he makes some excuse that yells at Ivan. He makes some excuse. And then she says that he's abused her for the last time. And then she looks at Peter. What a fate. <laughs> so Ivan gets all pissed and because uh, because the boys can't play their instruments at all. And uh, we see Natasha. She jumps into the monkey's trunk like that their gear was in. Yeah. And, and it's weird that they just have an empty trunk. Like, it's not full of stuff. You know no, what I mean? It's weird. Yeah. So anyway. The, <laughs> just, keep, just keep the plot moving. Don't, don't ask too many questions. Yeah. You know? it's, one, it's one of those things. <laughs> it definitely is in this episode. So Ivan and Nikolai realize Natasha's gone. They, so they start calling out for Natasha. And then the boys also start calling out for her. But Mickey starts doing it like he's calling for a dog. Natasha, 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 Natasha,
This, this episode is kind of particularly bananas compared to the last few. It seems really out there in moments. A little bit, a yeah. little bit. So Ivan laments to Nikolai that Natasha's gone and the microfilm has gone with, with her. And Nikolai's not too phased by it. And he says that they will get it back and kill if they have to and squash anyone that gets in their way. Ooh. And then intro. Like a record smashing four minutes till the intro. Wow. Like by far the longest time. Yeah, I, I'm guessing the Zappa one might come close later on in the season, but there's a lot of... Laid a lot of narrative pipe in this one, folks. Yeah, a lot happening. They have to, yeah, you're right. They have to set up so much before uh, that drum hit happens at the intro. (laughs) So uh, we come back to like a symphonic version of the intro. So it's nice to see we're we're, we're sticking with that again. Mm -hmm. And uh, the boys are dragging the trunk into the pad. And Mickey asks if there's a dead body in there. And then Natasha pops out, says, if anyone moves, so shoot them all. And then like, she makes like the gun symbol with her, with her hand. And Mickey says, are you going to shoot us with your finger? And then there's a jump <laughs> cut and she suddenly has a gun in her hand. Gun, gun, gun. And she says that she, she'd never shoot Peter. And Davey asks, what's the difference between him and them? And she says that he has such a beautiful face. And then Davey says, Oh, why do you think this is, chopped liver? <laughs> and then Peter says, Well, it can't be you every week, Davey. <laughs> boom. And in all honesty, it hasn't been Davey much in the second season. That's kind of true. It's here and there. It's, yes. But, uh, Davey but, doesn't uh, understand. He's going through a, a drought. Which, for real. But, th- but you, know who's, you know who's got to have low self-esteem? Chopped liver. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> all other chopped meats are like no we're not hanging out with you chopped liver <laughs> what, do you, what do you think we are chopped liver <laughs> so uh, Mickey then gets serious and he tells her that she's got to get rid of the gun and he does that speech no no look miss you know guns really never solved anything they're not the solution of the problem they're only a coward's way out wouldn't you rather talk talk it over and, instead of hiding behind a gun no, why don't you give it to me? And it's really funny. It's a really funny moment. And it's also one of the only moments in the episode where Mickey isn't screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and so she hands the gun over to Mickey and he freaks out and tells her to put her hands in the air. And he points the gun at her. All right, hey, stop. You're taking orders from me. Not you dingling. <laughs> it's really funny. It's not, it's not the Cagney, but it's like, <laughs> the the Dolan's Cagney. It's like it's scratching bit, yeah. at the door. And uh, yeah. Peter tells him that he can't do this. And Mickey says, Shut up, face! <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It kills me every time I see it. <laughs> so that whole thing, Mickey just goes right off the rails. And it's really great. And then uh, Davey asks what all this means. And Mickey says that he has no idea. And then he looks into the camera. And uh, he says, not bad for a long-haired weirdo, eh, America? <laughs> Boy. It's a great Mickey scene from start to finish. <laughs> and uh, like, Already, they've, they've left the fourth wall at home, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's been silly so far. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, so Natasha gets dramatic, and she starts to cry. She lays down on the couch. 
And then uh, she tells him that this is her last chance to stay in America. And now she's going to have to go back to Juvenia. And Peter calls Mickey a brute. <laughs> and he goes to Natasha and he says, Natasha, it's me, the face. <laughs> and throughout this episode, she only refers to him as face. <laughs> like, not even the face. Like, oh, please, face. Don't do oh. this to me. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so Peter tells her that he won't let anything happen to her. And Davy says that she's a big star and this could turn into an international incident and perhaps start a war and the whole world could end. And then Peter says, if the world ends, he'll take full responsibility for it. And then Mickey says, with a little more ego, he could be president. <laughs> and I was just thinking, just hold on, boys, where your president yeah, is going. <laughs> so Peter says he'll stay there with Natasha and uh, Davy and Mickey should go see the Druvanian ambassador. And really, I think she should do that. She would have way more pull with the Druvanian ambassador. She's like a national treasure. Yeah, for real. So she just wants to make out with face. <laughs> that's all she wants get rid of the brute yeah Peter has to go he has to throw Mr. Schneider off his bed <laughs> get out of here <laughs> she picked me <laughs> so uh, Davey and Mickey meet the ambassador and introduce themselves as the monkeys well you see we're the monkeys and uh, monkeys God throw them out of here no <laughs> and then uh, they mention a ballerina and he tells the guards to stop and he says, uh, is she medium height with a nice figure? Right. Wearing a red leotard? Yeah. Brown hair and a ponytail? Yeah. And answers to the name of Natasha something or other? <laughs> Never heard of her. <laughs> and the voice is oh, thrown out. Wow. Like a classic, classic monkeys thing there. Totally. Then we have uh, an extremely long scene where Ivan's on the phone with the ambassador and he says, they'll get Natasha back. And that's it. And then back to the pad. Natasha's chasing Peter around the room. And she says, I love you, face. Don't be afraid. And Peter says he's not afraid. But then he runs away from her and hides behind a chair. <laughs> and uh, she says that his agility makes her love him even more. And he says, in that case, I take it back. And then they roll the film and sound backwards. The thing that makes that cool is the sounds. All The music is also going backwards. Yes, which for is, sure. Which is neat. Yep. And so uh, she continues to chase him and he says, stay back. And then suddenly Peter's a lion tamer and he cracks a whip and Natasha's in a cage and <laughs> roars. And it's only for one shot each and it's super fast. It's such a weird, mm -hmm. like yeah. they had to do the setup for that. Weird. If you had a lion tamer on your monkeys episode bingo card, today's your lucky day. <laughs> Happens now and then. It does. They set it up just for you. <laughs> They must just have that, that costume off to the side. Like, let's uh, put that on for something. <laughs> for real. <laughs> and uh, so uh, Natasha whips Peter around and she's holding him in like a role reversal kiss. Like she's holding him in her arms, like dipping mm -hmm. him essentially. <laughs> and she says to let whatever's going to happen, happen. And then there's a knock on the door and it's Ivan. Let me in, monkey. I've come to kill you. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> like, why is Peter so against making out with Natasha, I wonder? Like, he's I'm not sure. very adamant about not getting involved with her. He just knows she's bad news. I guess she is the reason these guys want to kill them. So he's like, maybe I should yeah, kiss her as well. <laughs> like Pete's seen a few episodes of this show. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Natasha tells Peter to hide her in the trunk. But Peter says that he's going to face Ivan because a man's got to do what a man's got to do. What are you going to do? 
I think I'll pretend to be sick. <laughs> and Nikolai says that they'll break down the door. And while Ivan revs up and Natasha hops into the trunk, Ivan charges at the door just as Peter opens it and they smash into each other and Peter gets knocked out cold. Oh, man. Nikolai calls out for Natasha and Ivan grabs Peter and asks where Natasha is. And he says that she's definitely not in the trunk. And then he passes out again. <laughs> Nikolai says they'll take Peter to the theater. Oh, that rhymes. And Ivan says uh, <laughs> that if they do that, say it right. <laughs> they could connect them to the microfilm. I don't really know how they would be able to connect them to the microfilm if they take Pete to the theater. But Nikolai <laughs> says, not if he's dead. And they laugh as they carry Pete out the door. And then Peter starts laughing too. So we come back. And Natasha's talking to Mickey and Davey, and she's telling him that the dudes took Peter and that they're going to make him talk. And Mickey says Peter will never crack. They can torture him, they can drug him, or they can beat him. But he does have one weakness. What's that? It's a direct question. <laughs> <laughs> so Davey says they should go to the theater, and Mickey says that it's risky. And Natasha goes off about other people who weren't afraid of risks, like Paul Revere and George Washington. And the boys say she's right, but she's got a big mouth. And, uh, <laughs> which I don't understand, but, uh, but, uh, then, uh, she says together, we will persevere and together we will win. And the boys start chanting together. We will win. And then Mickey looks right into the camera while he's chanting it. And he walks out the door and they continue the chant as they show up in disguise at the theater. Together we will march. Together we will fight. Together we will win. The boys are questioned instantly by, <laughs> try to get this guy's name right, Naitovich, and uh, it's played by Robert Cornthwaite. Cornthwaite. Nietovich? Neto. That's going, yeah, Nietovich. There you go. And uh, so they go into a tirade of letters. No, we're from the BVD. I never heard of the BVD. Well, we investigate the MKBVD because we're not. He says uh, that they're there to investigate what happened to Natasha. And the guy says, the guy that they're talking to, he says, that's funny because I'm also assigned to investigate Natasha or to find Natasha. And uh, Mickey says that if they find her, they'll bring her to him. And then they take off. <laughs> And we cut to Ivan. He's like stroking Peter's head like a cat. And he's asking mm. Peter what he knows about microfilm. Nothing. I don't even go to the movies. <laughs> oh, man. And Nikolai says that he'll, t he'll tell the truth after the brainwashing is complete. And Peter says well, if they're going to wash his brain, they should use a good detergent. New Weaver Silver's brain detergent doesn't fade, bleach, or shrink your brains. And uh, Peter says make sure it doesn't get in your eyes. And then he squirts it into Ivan's face. <laughs> and uh, Mickey and Davey, they're all dressed up in some like Russian getup. And they're looking for Peter and they walk up to a group of ballet dancers and the main dancer, whose name is Gene Otis Shane in real life, as he's dancing, he's like one, two, three, four. And he swings his arm out and he just keeps knocking Davy's hat off. Like every time he swings his arm <laughs> and uh, Mickey asks if they've seen Peter who's kidnapped and might be uh, being shot by a firing squad at this exact moment. And the dancer tells him, hold on a sec. And he goes into the back room and he asks a guy who's about to be shot by firing squad if his name is Peter Torque. And he says, no, it's not. And the dancer apologizes for bothering him. And he leaves the room, and then we hear the shots. Boom! Jeez, that's <laughs> freaking dark, man. <laughs> it really is. Sometimes life is dark. That's what the Treva script didn't have. It's not all sunshine and cuddly bears. Sometimes a guy gets shot in the back lot. That's what Caruso brings you. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank oh, you, dude. He doesn't even ring the bell anymore. He just he just storms right <laughs> in. Fucking barges right in. <laughs> he brought his own mic. I brought my own mic because I took one of them out of the episode. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> and one to, to break into something different here, one of uh, the people commented, one of our listeners commented, they're like, so what is it with D. Caruso? What do you have against D. Caruso? <laughs> and it was really weird because I'm like, uh, I really don't know how that started. And <laughs> just kind of angry D. Caruso showed up. <laughs> yeah. I think he was actually thought we thought D. Caruso was like a bad dude. And I'm like, no, not at all. We <laughs> Somehow it became a character we started doing. Yeah, we have to have to go back in the archives and see when or why or how this happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't remember specifically which episode, but me neither. It just all of a sudden it was so organically introduced that mm-hmm. he just became a part of it. But anyway. so far, my favorite Caruso is the uh, enough with the Cagney. <laughs> that was just. Oh, that's that's going on the best stuff. Okay, so so as uh, Mickey and Dave are about to leave, Ivan comes in and they join the ballet line, and <laughs> Ivan's like going down the line, just ripping everyone apart. Like everyone's so terrible. Oh. And Ivan asks who Mickey and Dave are, and they say that they're the replacements. And Ivan asks to see them dance, and they do some like Russian dances, and they dance themselves like right out of the room. And Ivan says that they're <laughs> lousy dancers. And then realizes they're the musicians from earlier. Oh. <laughs> One of these recognizers. <laughs> After the third episode, he started to catch on. <laughs> <laughs> so back at the pad, Mickey, Davey, and Natasha are reading a ransom note that says if Natasha isn't returned, they're going to kill Peter. And says, P.S., if you can't send her, just send the shoes. <laughs> so, <laughs> this all could have been cleared up if they just sent the shoes. Mm-hmm. so natasha says that she has to go back and dance for them and mickey says that he has a plan so at the theater natasha's sitting with ivan who's telling her he's so happy that she's back and she says that she can let peter go now and he says that he will once they're out of the country and she says that they're going to be on the road for six months before that and ivan says that will peter enjoy the life on the road but this is also to go back he puts the microfilm in the shoes so customs won't find it when they leave the country but it's like they're not leaving the country for six months. It's like, just hold on to it in your bag till you're closer to leaving and then put it. Just dance on those shoes every night. That microfilm's getting squished. <laughs> yeah, you got to file that one under questions. You're not supposed to think about this episode enough to ask. Yeah, true enough. Who writes that stuff? So the other guy who was hired to find Natasha, he walks in and welcomes Natasha back. And she says that she will not dance for them. He tells her that she will dance Chicken Lake and asks about her shoes. And she says that they're fine. And Ivan seconds that motion. And I love that it's Chicken Lake. <laughs> For real. So as the two of them keep checking with each other that the shoes are fine, Mickey and Davey sneak in a, into Natasha's room and ask if she's found Peter. And she says no. Mickey wants to hear what's happening in the next room. And Davey just happens to have a glass with him. And Mickey says that he saw this in a movie once and it should work. So he goes to the wall and puts the glass up to it and it puts it against his ear. And Davey asks what he's hearing. I'm sorry, you have reached a disconnected wall. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, hilarious. So so Peter's being held hostage by Nikolai. And Ivan asks uh, Nietovich 
now that the microfilm is safe, when can they dispose of Peter? And he says that at the end of Natasha's solo, Ivan will jump in the air, and when he lands and the cymbals crash, they will choke Peter. And uh, you'd think with the crash, you'd shoot Peter. You got the sound. You don't need the noise to choke Peter. (laughs) That's an excellent point, but they just want to make him suffer more, I I think. What did he do? Come on. He's the face. Shut up, face. He's face. <laughs> I think he joins the A team. Uh, yeah. About a decade and a half. <laughs> Could you imagine if face was played by Peter Tork in like a return to showbiz? Oh, my God. <laughs> That'd be awesome. And then the monkeys tour happens because of that. And it's just enormous. Oh, man. Oh. They could have done like a, a crossover video where the A-Team van is the new monkey mobile and it says monkeys down the side. Oh my God, how sweet would that be? Man, a one crossover like episode where like like a totally ridiculous <laughs> jump the shark episode where they land into like a, like a, a transportation type <laughs> device. And there's one episode where the oh, monkeys shit. are solving crimes like the A-Team and the A-Team is a band in Southern it's California. Like the monkeys. Mad Dog Burdock's got the wool hat on. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. B.A. Baracus on the Maracas. Boom! <laughs> oh, shit. This, this practically writes itself. <laughs> Put ancient Greece on the back burner. We got something else to work on. Wow, we. The M team. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Oh, wow. You. <laughs> you know, Gardner and Caruso would be all over this. They really would. Yeah, we could get get some dark turns in there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a microfilm, perhaps. <laughs> yes, and a princess that needs to be married to Murdoch, <laughs> or else uh, her brother gets the the kingdom from, uh, from some sort of fictional country, if possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so back to our monkeys episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Nikolai asks how Nietovich came up with such a great plan, and he tells him that he saw it in a movie. So there you go. <laughs> Davy, Mickey, and Natasha are listening in, and they tell Natasha that while she's dancing, they'll, they'll look for Peter. But if they don't find him before the big leap, she has to make sure that Ivan doesn't touch the ground. <laughs> and so as she's walking to the door, she twists her ankle and can't go on. I call fake. She, that was a super fake ankle twist. She just doesn't want to dance. Mm, for real. So there's a knock at the door, and it's Ivan asking if she's ready. And she says she'll be out in a few minutes. And Mickey asks if she can, uh, if she has an understudy. And Davy says that an understudy wouldn't know the plan. And so Mickey says, "Well, they need to find someone to do that dance, or Peter's going to die." And Davy says he has a good idea, and he stands up. And I'm, I think we all know where this is heading. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. the show uh-huh. starts in the theater, and Davy somehow finds a, a chicken costume. And he tells Mickey to put it on, but Mickey really doesn't want to be a chicken. I don't 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 want to be a chicken. And then they disappear behind a curtain. And when they come out, Mickey's in the, in the chicken costume. And Natasha says that he looks beautiful. And Ivan pounds on the door. So Davey and Natasha hide and Ivan comes in. And somehow now he doesn't notice that Mickey isn't Natasha. <laughs> And he's in this chicken costume. That's the, the costume does it, man. It really does. It's a it's great work. I hear it won an Emmy and for Mick, best costume. Mickey is Mickey is now an experienced decoy, fake out, uh, incognito type of dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he, he can change before your eyes. <laughs> you don't know who you're looking at. Who writes that stuff? So they go out to perform Chicken Lake, and this brings us to. 
monkey's romp number only. And, and it's not to a monkey's song, it's to like the symphonic ballet song, but it is a monkey's romp. And it took me a little while into it to realize this was the romp. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it's, there, it, there's no talking in it, there's silly antics, lots of cutting between things, no laugh track. It's everything that's in a regular romp, but the, it's with the symphony doing the music instead. It's, it's a little sneaky romp. So it, it, on stage, Mickey and Ivan are dancing, and Davey gets in the orchestra pit, pit and he's like playing the timpani. Peter's being held backstage at gunpoint by Nikolai, but he manages to confuse him by tapping on his other shoulder and running away. They just kind of like run around a chair for a while. And then they go up into the rafters and into a dressing room where a girl's just wearing a towel. And she runs out, and then Peter chases her with a net, but he ends up catching himself with the net. <laughs> um... So Mickey's dancing on stage. Essentially, he's just running around. And Peter's sword fighting the girl in the, in the towel that he's sword fighting Mitrovic. Uh, on stage, Ivan throws Mickey like way, way up into the air and he zooms into the rafters. Stock footage of a rocket. And on the side of the stage, all of a sudden, Natasha's watching it with Mitrovic. And he notices that it's her beside him and she runs away. And he's like, what is she doing? She's, she's terrible at this. And then a bunch of other dancers dressed as chickens chase Nikolai around. He backs Peter into a corner, and Peter writes something on a blackboard but has his hand over it. Then when he takes it off, it says boo, and Nikolai runs away screaming. <laughs> and uh, Ivan and Mickey are dancing, and every time the, the, uh, the cymbal player goes to smash his cymbals, like one time Davey puts up a pillow between them, another time he just takes one away, and then he finally distracts him with a sandwich, and he gives it to him. And uh, Ivan tries to jump, but Mickey is nailing his shoe to the floor. (laughs) Natasha ties up Netrovic. Mickey lays two eggs. And then at the end, the cymbal player only has two little finger cymbals. And Peter knocks out Netrovic, and Mickey knocks out Ivan. Done and done. (laughs) A crazy romp. Just how they drew it up. Yeah, exactly. So back at the pad, the boys and Natasha are talking, and it turns out Natasha's allowed to stay in America, and Peter's stoked, because now they'll be able to be together, but she says no. But the whole time, Peter didn't want to be with her anyway. So, well, come on, Pete. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So then uh, she says uh, she needs to be more than infatuated with a face, and they're too different from each other. True love needs to have more in common, and luckily she found someone. There's a knock at the door, and in comes Alexa, and he looks, just, he looks exactly like Peter, except he's Russian. <laughs> And then that's how that's the end of the episode right there of the story part of the episode. And then we go on to uh, she hangs out musical performance in the in the rainbow room. So Mike's there now, at least for this. We have Mike. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. During this during this, there's a lot of like classic Davy dance moves all over the place. Yes. Mike's on guitar, Peter on keys, Mickey on drums. Davy's loving it. I think they shot this either right before or right after they shot Daydream Believer. Yeah. I thought Either so he's too. just getting warmed up for that, yeah, all that stuff. But this song rips in this episode. I don't know if you noticed, but it does not have the horns on it. Yeah, I did. The, yeah, the the, 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 there's none of the the brass arrangement, and it just sounds like a bit more garagey, a bit more cool. Yeah, and also Mickey is playing hard a couple times, like he's going off yeah, on yeah. these drums. And it's 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 pretty awesome. Even Mike is like bopping around and jumping around. Yeah, I think they genuinely dig playing this song. Yeah. Yeah, it looks or like. pretending to play. I was, I was thinking it's either at the very end of the day or the very beginning of the day. Because they're either like super <laughs> full of energy or super stoked it's almost done. And they're kind of delirious because mm. they've been doing this for 14 yeah. hours. 
Yeah, after this, after I watched it, I like I checked the countdown to see if we'd pulled it yet, and we have, and it's it's low. I think. Uh, yeah, we, especially maybe after hearing even this this kind of cool rock and roll version of it, it might it might be due for a bump, but we we might get into that another time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I do remember it got shuffled down quickly. Hmm. I think because uh, with the horns, it's a different feel. It's more yeah. of a swingy swang feel than like a rock and roll feel. <laughs> that's, that's what they call that. Yeah, swingy swang. So the video ends. It's pretty cool. It's just Davey dancing alone in the rainbow room. And it's just a really cool shot of him like walking away like towards the wall dancing. It's awesome. Iconic. And that is the end of the, the episode right there. Mm-hmm. Um, overall thoughts for me, although there's no Mark. No, no Mark. <laughs> Do that Mark again. Marsh, Mark. <laughs> um, although there's no Mike, it's a really fast episode. Really good episode. I, I really like this one. And, and it's pretty it's pretty good um it's weird that they did they had like a, a classical romp yeah yeah stretching out in different ways i think that was kind of a cool thing it's weird to only have one song at the end but it's cool they're doing something different and like episode uh appropriate i guess yes like yeah, maybe that's probably maybe they thought about it like if we're not going to stick Mary Marion over a ballet thing, you know, <laughs> it's like, it's kind of what they had to do. Yeah, no, it was, uh, yeah, it was cool. I like that. And again, Davy's not the love interest. Mm-hmm. I think it's, anyway, and, uh, the card carrying red shoes. Do you, do you understand that reference? No, I was going to ask about that. I, I did not. Okay. A card carrying red is a communist. Oh yes. So, we get the implication that these the Druvanians, which not at all uh, like a real country that we might offend, <laughs> they are a communist country, car carrying red shoes, and the red shoes is, of course, the vessel for the, the microfilm. Yes, which was extremely important this episode, and thank goodness they didn't uh, get what was on that microfilm out. It would have ruined everything. Whatever, whatever <laughs> was on that microfilm. <laughs> I can tell you. It's who really killed JFK. <laughs> Whoa, D. Wow, dropping bombs, D. It was 67. It was still fresh. <laughs> to, to the microfilm thing. It's like, yeah, it was the whole crutch of the episode, but very insignificant. It was just like it was there. We got to get this. Don't worry about what it is. Like it could have been anything. For real. <laughs> Coming from like Get Smart, you know, D yeah. and Gerald are the, the head writers of Get Smart too. So he's, <laughs> they, he's in. They know their lane. They know their lane. Yeah. yeah. He bought a lot of stock in microfilm being the spy currency <laughs> of the future. <laughs> so um, was there guns in this episode? Yes, there was. Keeping that streak alive. We'll mm-hmm. really have to go back at the end and, and see the percentage of guns in the episodes. Oh, man. It's in the upper upper 80s for sure <laughs> definitely um highlight of the show for me it's when mickey gets the gun from natasha peter says you can't do this and mickey yells shut up face <laughs> I, I love that, it i love it that's that pretty good i like when uh when mickey doesn't want to be a chicken <laughs> and he, he says into the glass he's a ward i don't want to be a chicken ward i don't want to be a chicken <laughs> he's talking to you know their buddy ward sylvester He's on the staff. He's in the credits. What exactly his role is with the boys, I'm not sure. But 
Yeah. He gets a he gets a little shout out here in the episode. Yeah, I wonder if that was a real thing. Like Mickey Dolans did not want to dress up as a chick. He just didn't want to do it. Like, don't make me do this. It's embarrassing and stupid. It's, it's among like, the things he's getting tired of halfway through season two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, and, and although Peter, I guess, was like the central things happened around Peter, like the central figure that mm-hmm. way. It was mm-hmm. Mickey did the the heavy carrying in this episode. <sighs> Well, yeah, even the one where they throw him in a dress, he's not the main guy, but he's got to do the, he's got to do the disguise work. Yeah, exactly. Um, was there a monkey's ruse? There's a few monkey's ruses. Like uh, Mickey and Davey is the investigators. Then is the Russian uh, yeah. dancers. Mickey is uh-huh. the chicken. A chicken ruse. Yeah. So there's ruses everywhere. Uh, fourth wall break, a <laughs> couple of those. Peter's commercial. Oh, Peter, when he's getting time. carried out. Mickey a few times looks right at the camera. Yeah, anytime America is addressed or they reference that they're doing a show and it can't be you every week, Davey. Yeah. A lot of that. Best musical moment, there's only She Hangs Out. But mm-hmm. what a musical moment. It, it made us relook at She Hangs Out. It's good. So it's a, it's a good one. Yeah. What Wouldn't Fly in 2021? I, don't th- I think this is okay. It's not a real country they're making fun of. Maybe the title you couldn't do. I don't, I don't see many uh, firing squads on modern-day Nickelodeon family <laughs> TV shows. That's true. That's true. Boom! Yeah, so maybe the guy getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, put that on the list. Yeah. Of, uh, <laughs> put that in the no-fly zone. <laughs> so here in the uh, Did You Know section, uh, there was scripted lines for Mike. But for unknown reasons, he's not in the episode. I tried checking it out, but there huh. was, he does have lines. Huh. So, so he, yeah, he seems like he really did blow this off at the last minute. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Um, we mentioned it before, but this is the last time the monkeys wear the eight button shirts. Damn. But I feel like we've read that, like not that specific thing, but other things before and it's kept coming back up. So we got to, we'll see. Well, is this maybe the last one they shot? No. Like in the full okay. season? No. Like in terms of, like, you know how they're aired out of sequence. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's the last time they wore it in the, the order they made them, you know, whatever. Oh, I see what Maybe you not. mean. I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, we, yeah, we talked about uh, Travis Silverman wanted to be called uh, Lee Stanford because didn't like what Dee and Gerald did to their script. <laughs> and... Uh, and so here's a couple of things you always do. Vincent Beck, who played Ivan, he has 37 acting credits. I would have thought more, to be honest with you. Yeah, for real. Um, Odine Vaughn, who plays Natasha, she only has seven acting credits. She's like huh. out of the business. She didn't yeah. like it. Uh, Leon Askin, who plays Nikolai, 137 credits. Now we're talking. Robert Cornthwaite Nietrovich, he has 182 credits. Wasn't it another episode, too? Ooh, I don't know. Let's have a look here. So one of these guys was in the uh, the Doodles Weaver episode. Let's see. At, at the rich folk place. No, not Nikolai. He's only in the one as well. Perhaps I'm wrong. It's the first time for everything. There is. There is. We can all say we were here for it. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> we everybody. witness history. <laughs> so on that, Ooh. wait, hold on. What is that? Oh, a little bit of a different theme this Ooh. time, I think. Are we, are we late for church? <laughs> we 
We are doing one of our specials here instead of the Wool Hat of Mystery where we pull out three songs. We are each choosing a song that is not on any of the albums. It is the honorary slip-ins for uh, B-sides, missing links, live, whatever you want. We each choose one and we slip it in honorarily to the countdown. (laughs) That's right. A bunch of the way through this, we realized that uh, if we only talk about the albums and the singles, we miss a lot of our favorite tunes. So we uh, developed the honorary slip-in to uh, pay tribute to some great, great Monkees tunes. Indeed, indeed. And it, with these ones, obviously it's not rando. We actually like go not through quite, and each we quite. choose. We don't know what the other one has chosen. That's right. So, it might be the same one, and I'll say, ah, fuck. Yeah, I've got a backup in case. <laughs> okay, cool, because I don't. And I, I also, uh, I'm like, have we said this one yet? Maybe we've already said this one. So. <laughs> I was thinking that too, but I looked up and down, and I don't think it's in there. All right. Do you want to go first? Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I shall go first. Um, my choice is uh, anytime, any place, anywhere. Ooh, nice. monkeys i'm not sure why but there's probably some sort of legal reason uh davy is not involved with the recording of this it's a bobby hart dick eastman song Ooh, interesting I, um once uh bobby hart had heard about this this project like the monkeys come back with this i think it started with this compilation i think pool came out a little while later um and it was rumored that there was going to be some new tracks on this thing and uh dick eastman's told bobby hey let's let's try to get a song on this thing so they quickly did a little demo and sent it to arista and uh clive davis himself called bobby hart early monday morning and told him how much he liked this song wow he was gonna make they were gonna do it for the record (laughs) that's pretty sweet so that is pretty darn cool and uh so it makes it on the record um, and there's also uh, that was then. This is now was uh, made for this. And then the, the boys also did a, a redo of uh, "Kicks" by Paul Revere and the Raiders for some reason. <laughs> Weird. Maybe looking to recapture some of that uh, stepping stone magic or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> I do not know. But this was going to be the second single off of this thing, but they decided to put out a. Um, daydream believer with uh, an updated drum sound and it kind of bombed so what a dumb move it was kind of a dumb move i don't know if this was at the behest of davy jones that they put out like a davy thing but either way something kind of like a davy related thing kind of uh blew up in their face which is kind of a recurring thing in the (laughs) 80s for our boys yeah for real we, we love davy well, I don't know. Some, I don't know. Sometimes he gets in his own way a bit. Mm-hmm. I remember with this record, I found it at the same... When we talk about the tapes, this, this old, like, this used <laughs> record house, essentially, I found this CD there one time as well. 
Mm. And mm. Uh, that's how I knew this song. And I remember I was thinking, like, it, the, the cover of the album is like the four of them. And it's so touched up. Like, it looks like they're all wearing oh, yes. tons of makeup. It's very, yeah. like, 80s computer this, touch-ups. This is the, the peak of uh, 80s colorization when Ted Turner was uh, slapping color on all the old movies on Flubber or, like, whatever it was called. All those old black and white movies, like, we can't put these on the air. We got to throw some color in these. Yeah. And that's, that's what the boys look like here on the cover of this thing. Yeah. And it's very... <laughs> 60s by way of mid 80s yeah they almost look like candy <laughs> they're so <laughs> colorful however this is a solid compilation oh it's it's a great compilation if anyone get can get it like the compilation's called any what is it uh then and now that's right the best of the monkeys yes then and now the best of the monkeys and uh for me because i didn't have the box set mm-hmm. uh, i just had the mm-hmm. tapes that i taped from you and then i had like the monkey's greatest right. hits on cd this was like, oh, I get all these songs on a CD now. That's awesome. <laughs> it's pretty rad. Like, this is solid. And these uh, these new ones were, like, crammed at the end of the yeah of the thing. Yeah. Always. Always at the, stuffed at the end. So, where do you feel this song should go in our ongoing random attic countdown? Uh, I think it should be, um, we got to give it a little respect. It's cool. It's catchy. Um They've never played it live, ever. Wow, that's weird. It does seem a little weird because it seems like, come a day, there's a knock. Yeah. <laughs> a little, on the th- like the whole crowd would be doing that. See, if they had put it this out like... as a second single and had done maybe like a live concert video to show yeah. people, this is where you clap when they played it live on that <laughs> 80s tour, that's where people would all clap. That's right. And the fact that it's kind of like an upbeat breakup song. Yeah, true. It feels like a kind of a reunion song, but it's like a reunion maybe someday song. But it's like, it's, it is kind of like a, a breakup song. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going to put this right behind Midnight Train. It's our new number 72. There you go. All right. So for me, what I went, I was thinking of different things and I came up with Rosemary from Missing Links Volume 1. It reminds me of your driveway for some reason. I don't know if we were, we were listening to that out in the car or something. I don't know. We must have played hockey. Yeah, the coolest kids on the block taking shots, listening to Rosemary. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, put it on. And thinking it was the shit. Rosemary. From Missing Links, Volume 1, sung by Mickey. I'll be honest. Hold on. I might be able to find who wrote it. That's a good question. Mickey Dolans. Mickey himself. Mickey himself wrote this song. There is... (laughs) The list of people on this song is insanity, Peppers. (laughs) All right. This might not make it on, but here we go. Saxophone, Bill Hood. Trumpet, Buddy Childers. Trumpet, Carol Lewis. Bass guitar, Chip Douglas. Guitar vocals, Davy Jones. Producer Davy Jones, trombone Herbie Harper, drums Jim Gordon, electric guitar Keith Allison, tambourine Larry Bunker, trombone Lou McCreary, trombone Lou Blackburn, guitars vocal Michael Nesmith, producer Michael Nesmith, piano Michael Rubini, drums Mickey Dolans, acoustic guitar Mickey Dolans, producer Mickey Dolans, lead vocal Mickey Dolans, trumpet Oliver Mitchell, acoustic guitar Peter Tork, bass guitar Peter Tork, producer Peter Tork, vocals Peter Tork, Trumpet what Stu Williamson, fuck? 
writer Mickey Dolenz. <laughs> oh my Dude. gosh. That's, that's wild. That is insane. But anyway, <laughs> Rosemary, I got to say, I love the song. That Those horns when they kick in. I think with, with all the, the hip-hop stuff that uh, other bands have done, like like Del the Funky Homo Sapien used Mr. Dabalina, Mr. Bob Dabalina, yeah, Run yeah. DMC, obviously, Mary Mary. But I think just like, do-do-do, wee-womp. Because like, if you put that in the right thing, it, it could it could crush it. It could crush it. <laughs> and it's got, the, the chorus is wicked. And then at the end, it's got like that, that, that cascading falling down the notes part and everything. Get back, Jack. This song is awesome. I'm a super big fan of Rosemary. Sounds like. <laughs> what do you think of it? I don't know. It's all right. It's not. It's never been a big favorite of mine, but you're selling me pretty good on it. <laughs> um, do, you, do you think it's about the broad that moved in with the boys during uh, Monkey Mother? That's what I was wondering myself, because in everything you see of it, and like on the internet, it just goes back to that episode and talks about who Rosemary is. So. Huh. That'd be funny if this is the song they played for her in that episode. <laughs> it's like her slow dancing as a young woman. Rosemary, we womp. All the boys got trombones and shit. You know, I, I think this is where dubstep started. This sounds like a Skrillex song. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Once again, where the you monkeys put it? revolutionized. Where do you want to put it in the countdown, young Baco? Um, you can hear the fans now. You put Rosemary above laugh? I know. I'm, I'm trying to find where it's not too high, you know, but not also, you know, spitting yeah. in its face. How about between Sweet Young Thing and Shades of Grey? Ooh, all right. I can get behind that. Unless somebody out there is a a tablecloth-wearing Mickey fan. I'm not sure Rosemary is going to appear this high on anybody else's list. Just saying. <laughs> That's why it's our list. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. Someone actually uh, did ask where the list could be found. So we may have to uh, put it up somewhere on our Facebook yeah. page or something. We should. Just so uh, people can see the other where, where things are. Right. Yes. Yeah, it would be good just to put one up. Maybe not with all our notes and shit on it, but... Uh, no, no, just, like just the songs. Yeah. yeah. And maybe the episode we I, pulled them, but that's it. Well, okay, that just about wraps it all up for another podcast, Valley Sunday. How do you feel about this episode, Jeff? Oh, that was a lot of fun. I, I, I can't wait to hear it in a few weeks, to tell you the truth. <laughs> I'll get right on it. <laughs> chop, chop, Paco. Yeah. So join us next time where we'll reach back into the wool hat of mystery, pull out three new songs. And so, yeah, until then, from me, Paco. And me, Jeff. Have yourself a monkey's little evening. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>